This episode of Talking Football is brought to you by Nectar CBD. CBD helps provide relief for anxiety, depression, and other health issues. So whether it's helping you focus on a hard project or helping you fall asleep after a busy day, which I definitely know about, Nectar CBD can help you live an elevated life by alleviating some of the biggest distractions you face daily. That's right, everyone. So head over to NectarCBDProducts.com and use our promo code TFP15. Again, that's NectarCBDProducts.com and our promo code TFP15. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Treese coming to you today with another episode of Talking Football. Plenty to talk about right in here for Around the Laces, Treese Sivia, who am I? And then, of course, we're going to be going over the AFC and the NFC South for potential free agency landing spots. Plenty of news going on around today in the world outside of football, as literally right before we hit record, the coronavirus outbreak has made it to the NBA. Rudy Gobert was just tested positive, and the NBA season is now canceled. That's it. That's pretty much subs up the coronavirus. Now back to talking football. Trace, how you doing, man? Doing well. I mean, we don't have to end it that quick. You literally wanted, you proposed we don't talk about football at all this episode and only talk about the coronavirus. So, I mean, we can talk about it for a few minutes. Um, one, that makes it quite a bit of people in Utah at this point. I think that's psych. Seven or eight people in Utah, so yikes for me. Good news <laughs> is, is um, I'm an introvert, so like I was primed for this, anyways. Like I don't, I don't hang out <laughs> with people, anyways, so I'm good. So that's a positive. Um, two, I mean, I got my wife at the store right now, just buying some shit. Probably not to- toilet paper, because I'm sure that's gone for some unknown. Re- I still don't understand that whole thing, um, like why toilet paper, but um, it's fine. Uh, I'm glad you and I are safe and we're healthy. That's all that really matters here. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um, and I guess that's about it. I guess that's the coronavirus talk. Yeah. Uh, hopefully everyone's just safe out there listening. Hopefully you're not in the hospital listening to it after being <laughs> tested positive for the coronavirus. Cause if you are, Hey, T's and P's out to you, man. Thoughts and prayers. But, uh, right now we're going to go ahead and get into this tree civia and trees. What do you got for us, man? All right. In 2001, there was a huge trade with the team that picked number one and the team that picked number five. Do you know who those two teams were? In 2001, a team that picked one and picked five. Yes. Do I know those two teams? So who sucked in 2001? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. No. New England Patriots. No. Um, Washington Redskins. No. Miami Dolphins. Nope. Am I close? I mean, you're you're naming NFL team, so sure. P- perfect. Uh, wouldn't have been the Chiefs, not the Raiders, not Broncos. No, same division as the Broncos, though. One of the teams. Obviously. Chargers. Yes. Okay. Okay. And they made a trade with who? The New York Jets. Nope. The Giants. No. Bills. NFC team. NFC. That makes it even better. Um, the Lions. No. Okay, let's go. Saints. No. 
Same division as Saints. Saint, Buccaneers. No. Buccaneers were good then. Um, golly, Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta. Okay. So now, so the the Chargers and the Falcons traded. Who did the Falcons get with the pick that they traded up for? So they traded up to number one. Yes. Well, it wasn't Michael Vick. It was Michael Vick. It was? Yes. Shit. So pretty good trade-up, right? Like you're like, hey, I traded up and I got Michael Vick, and Michael Vick was elite. Mm-hmm. So who did the Chargers get with number five? LT. LT. Good job. That's a good trade. And obviously wow. Char- Chargers got some other players too. Uh, Tay Cody, whoever that is, Tim, Tim Dwight, um, and I think they got another draft pick actually as well. Um, so pretty good trade. Like both teams have to be happy with what they got out of that. Oh, absolutely. I also, for some reason, just didn't realize Michael Vick was a number one pick. Yeah, he was. Wow. I don't feel like that gets talked about enough. Like, they, we talk about his play and the ability to throw the ball six yards with literally a flick of the wrist on what it looks like. But I don't ever remember hearing the hype of him being the number one pick. Yeah. I mean, you also were, what, seven? Six. Six. So there's that as well. I don't even think I knew what football was at that point, to be that's, completely honest with you. That's also, that's also fair. <laughs> All right, let's go with who am I? So, I recently bought a $100,000 diamond necklace to represent my alma mater. I was a first-round draft pick in 2015. I was snubbed from the Pro Bowl this year. I don't want to give the next name because I think I'll give it away. Okay, so he wears a diamond necklace that represents his alma mater, alma yep. mater, yep. and he was a first-round pick in 2015. Yes. I'll give Offensive you the same. defensive player. Offensive. I was considered okay. a bust until this year. Oh, fuck. Okay. I think this next hint that I have is going to give it away, but okay. I'll, I'll say so it anyways. I'm going to say it anyways. I love the AFC in receiving yards this year. Huh. But they were considered a bust. Until this season. Who the As a receiver? Yeah. Who did we all think was a bust? And they were drafted in 2015. Within the AFC... Correct. Diamond necklace. I'm just I'm repeating the the hints to myself here. I'm trying to think of receivers from the 2015 draft that had like an impressive year this season. Yep. And and I did say wide receiver. Sorry, I'm just making sure we're clear there. And wide receiver, obviously with receiving yards. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think who led the freaking league this year in receiving. Because Mike Evans is NFC, and he, he was for a little bit. Cortland Sutton wasn't drafted in 2015. He doesn't wear a diamond necklace. Second year in the league. I, I'm yeah. actually surprised the necklace thing didn't catch because like, it was big news a little bit ago when he bought this. I just don't remember it, honestly. 
who in the hell? I, I mean, is there anyone else that you can think of? I, I mean, mean I, you know the answer. Right? Know the answer. You could freaking give me. <laughs> um. So I snubbed from the Pro Bowl. I don't know what else I could give you without just giving it away. Snubbed from the Pro Bowl. That was the other one I forgot. Yeah. I just don't know who I'm going to think. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to tell me. I really don't know. No, as soon as I say it, because you literally said he got snubbed from the Pro Bowl. You, that, that word is from you. <laughs> who? You ready? Yeah. Devontae Parker. Who? Devontae Parker. Oh, my freaking word. No. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck me, man. That's what I get. That is what I freaking get. That is what you get. So, yeah. So, he just bought a $100,000 necklace of Louisville. Uh, and he's and he, you've seen him wearing that around. Yes, he was considered a bust until this season. <laughs> Dang it. So, yeah. There you go. Like are you are you that, thinking right now I'm trying to figure out what you're thinking right now. Are you thinking I should have guessed that or are you thinking like I would never would have guessed that? I mean, it would have taken me a long time to guess that. Right. And I think the big part is is I completely forgot about the necklace. Like who had the necklace that did that? Yeah. And I think I also didn't realize that he led the AFC in receiving. I knew he had as a, an impressive as a wide receiver. Year. Technically, yeah. Travis Kelsey led the league in the AFC in receiving yards. Well, yeah, because he's the best tight end in the NFL. But that's another story. It is another story. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Getting into around the laces now. Um. Jimmy Graham officially released this afternoon or yesterday for the people that are listening to this, saving the Packers eight million dollars. Good move, Packers. Get some money. Figure it out. <laughs> so there's that. The bigger news, though, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are all in on TB12. Doing whatever they can do to bring in the GOAT to Tampa Bay. One, probably would be – I could see it being tempting. <laughs> With those wide receivers and, and that coordinator – you know, like with Leftwich and Bruce Arians, I could see that being tempting. Also, you're the Buck, so most likely not. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of those situations where you go for Tom Brady, but you get Philip Rivers. Totally, one hundred percent. But let's 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 go with this. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, a team that has been announcing a new jersey. They're going to be revealing a new jersey design. This, I believe, this next or this upcoming month. Honestly, I think I think they said they were doing it in April. If I read everything right, uh, but you come, you unveil a new jersey, you unveil a new quarterback, one of the best in the NFL, but you put yourself in a situation to win next season in a very competitive division as well. You kind of take yourself out of the running for a quarterback in next year's draft if all goes well with Tom Brady, but. That is an ideal landing spot for Tom Brady. I mean, perfect wide receivers. You got a great tight end, a running back that's developing, an offensive line that is kind of good. 
I mean, they need, they're still in the process of rebuilding that. A defensive line that's big, a young studded linebackers, and you spend money in the secondary. There's a ton of safeties and cornerbacks right now on the market. You bring in some of those guys, I mean, that much an instant fix on that defense, and then you throw Tom Brady on that offense. Like, let's freaking roll, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they got, I don't know, I think they have about $40 million or so to spend, given a lot of that would go to Tom Brady, but um, it'd be interesting. It really would. I will tell you this much. I would very much enjoy watching him versus Breeze two times this year. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a ton of fun. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there's that. Um, Let's move on to um, another NFC team. And that's Stefan Diggs, who got caught working out the other day. I think it was yesterday, two days ago, for those of you who are listening here, wearing an Arizona Cardinals shirt. Oh. So, a um, bit interesting coming from a guy that's basically said that he wants to get traded and wants. He hasn't, he hasn't really said he wants out of Minnesota, but he for sure has dropped hints over <laughs> the last year. <laughs> right? So, I'll tell you what. That would be nice in Arizona. We're, we're just talking about them at, at pick eight taking either Judy or CeeDee Lamb. Man, if they can swap a second-round pick and something for Diggs and then keep nine to go for something else, that's a win. That is huge. So you're going to have Diggs, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. There's not a tight end good enough to take at nine. Nope. But you still have Andy Isabella, who made some big plays, who's super fast. Hakeem Butler, who didn't play last year because he got put on IR during preseason. So, I mean, with those five, that's pretty damn good. You could play Hakeem Butler in a tight end type role. You're not going to put him down on the line of scrimmage, but you have him like super close to the line of scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you almost have to trade one of those to Minnesota if you're going to get Diggs. Most likely. Most likely. Dang. Do you trade a second-round pick and Christian Kirk for Stefan Diggs? No, you don't trade Christian Kirk. (laughs) I don't think so. But at the same time, I mean, maybe because he's only had one year with Kyler Murray. He's seen somewhat slight production. But, I mean, you're going to go from – a guy developing to a fully developed receiver that's excellent route running ability, and we've seen what he can do in a ball game with the ball in his hands. Dang. I'm just going to say I 100% would. Yeah, I, I kind of talked myself into that decision. That's freaking nuts, dude. Yeah. Um, other things that are nuts, Jonathan Joseph leaving the Texans. Mutual agreement this uh, afternoon or yesterday afternoon for those listening. I gotta keep. I gotta get better at that. Um, <laughs> uh, we're we're on episode ninety nine right now. You think I would have learned, but nah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, mutual agreement that they were gonna just let him hit free agency. That doesn't necessarily mean he will not be back, but it's hey, go see what else you can get. Um, to me, that means you're leaving though because we just don't have money to pay you. Because we have to pay this left tackle that we just traded all these draft picks for. He's also. Do the Texans have a running back now? I mean, Duke Johnson and, I mean, Carlos Hyde's a free agent, right? And same with Lamar Miller. Oh, we know what they're drafting. Yeah. 
with their third round pick. <laughs> um, no, I actually think yeah. they have a second round pick, but um, yeah, they're for sure going to need a running back. Absolutely. In your mind, who do you think is a good fit there for where they ever have a freaking pick? Um, I brought him up last episode, but like a Cam Akers, Florida State running back. Combo him with Duke Johnson. I think you got a good little one-two punch there. Um, Zach Moss from Utah would be nice. With um, they want that they loved Hyde in that bruiser type role. That's exactly what Zach Moss can bring you. So that's my thoughts. That would be good, man. That's a tough spot to be in. You have no picks. Shit, dude, that is tough. It is tough. Um, what else is around the laces? Uh, the Dolphins released uh, Rashad Jones. That makes it the safety, who's very good, but he has been getting overpaid. Uh, but that opens up so they have ninety million dollars in cap space as a team. That's <laughs> crazy. That's a, so much money to just wheel and deal. Like, how many first only, round picks do they have again? Three. This could be a team that I see trading Chris Jones for, like a sign and deal type trade, like 100%. a franchise tag and trade for pick twenty six. Yep. So the Chiefs get twenty six and thirty two. So they get twenty six and thirty two, and then most likely Chiefs will end up trading thirty two to a team that wants to trade in for somebody that fell, so they can get that fifth year option. Right, so that's most likely what will happen. And then, what, Dolphins maybe have to trade 18 and 5 to get up to 3 to get Tua? So their first, run, their first round picks turn out into a Tua and Chris Jones. Which is good, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you need a running back, you need another receiver. Yeah. You need help on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary. Yeah, so then you just hope that Tua falls then, basically. Yeah. Or maybe they just say screw on Tua after what we heard from the Combine, and they go buy a quarterback this offseason, like a Teddy Bridgewater or Phillip Rivers. I mean, huh. they, they could. I would like the Teddy I would like the Teddy fit. I would. Getting him back into Florida. So that will be interesting to watch. Draft's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Which is most likely going to get canceled. I should say canceled, but like only players invited. Like they will not like have a fan fest yeah. is most likely, which is very disappointing considering it's in Vegas and so close to me. But it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, Marshall Yonda retired for the Ravens. Fantastic guard. Uh, I think it was eight-time Pro Bowler. Just fantastic. Like he was all-time great. Uh, they already announced that he's going into their ring of honor like this year, like immediately. So yeah. that's cool. It just goes to show like how great of a person he was on and off to the field and what he meant to that organization. A hell of a career. Congrats to you on reaching this point on getting to decide when you want to leave the game, getting to make that decision instead of kind of being forced out from, you know, not being given any more opportunities. So happy for you in that sense. And once again, congrats, man. That's fucking awesome. Absolutely. Uh, did you see the news with Gruden coming out today and 
yesterday for those listening. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and just saying how he's happy with uh, Derek Carr as his quarterback. I absolutely did not see that, and I honestly don't know if I be- believe it either. <laughs> I don't either. The wording he used was super funny. Um, sorry, I'm going to pull it up here. I know I didn't have it off the top of my head, but the wording was hilarious to me. Because, like, he kept saying our quarterback or my quarterback or something like that, but I wouldn't call him by name until, like, halfway through the quote. Okay, here it is. We love our quarterback. Our quarterback is really is a really good player, Derek Carr. <laughs> I, want to, <laughs> uh, I want everybody to know in Vegas we've got a good young quarterback and the film and st- statistics and analytics prove that. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the classic uh, Ron Burgundy about to smoke. I don't believe you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> because nobody believes that. I mean, I'm, I could see them going with him for one more year. I really could. But... I also could see him just, like I've said before, they need a splash. They're going to Vegas. They need something. Maybe they ride with Derek Carr through the coronavirus in Vegas, and then they go next year. We're all healed. We got rid of the virus on our team. On to bigger and better things. <laughs> could be. It's a really mean thing to say, but, yep. you know. Great billboard material. material. Whoa, I can speak. Wow. Whoa. That coronavirus was- got your tongue? Apparently. Wow, that was rough. I struggled twice with the same word. Um, what's Billboard next? material, just so we know that that sentence was finished. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Christian Kirksey released from the Browns, and he's already going to Vegas for a visit. We talked about Oakland last episode and talked about how uh, they desperately need a linebacker and how we think that they're going to draft one. But this could be a good signing as well. Like, get get Kirksey in. I mean, he's been injured the last couple years. I think he's only played less than 10 games the last two seasons combined. Um, But I really like Christian Kirksey. I like him as a player. I think that's a good fit. And, I mean, he was – our episode came out the same day that he was released. It was like, hey, here's our episode. Oh, also, Christian Kirksey has been released. So it's like, fuck, here we go. Cool. Missed that opportunity. But I do think – I do like this spot for him. I do think it would be good. For both parties, honestly, you know, kind of maybe a new scene helps him with his health-wise. Hopefully he can stay healthy and compete there because if the Raiders are able to kind of get some key pieces like his veteran ability in there, that'll help their team out tremendously, especially with them sticking to their quarterback that they're, I guess, happy with in Derek Carr. But that's the Raiders. That's what they're going to do. The Raiders are going to Raider, and that'll be it, really. Yes, absolutely. Uh, next news, uh, they announced the Hall of Fame game, which is obviously the first preseason game where all the inductees get to give their speech and everything um, in, Ohio, in Ohio. Jeez, wow, I am struggling today. Um, I know. But it is going to be the Steelers versus the Cowboys. Cool. I mean, I like it. Again, you usually don't see anybody play. Or anything, but it is the first time you watch football in how many months? Six months. So it's always exciting. That game, I think that's the only game everybody watches like every snap of in preseason. <laughs> or at least pretty damn close to it. Uh, it is going to be a good game. I think it's a good team matchup, honestly, to start the Hall of Fame game. 
My question is, are we going to be talking about the Hall of Fame inductees and the game itself? Or are we going to be talking about Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Big Ben, the new CBA deal? Like, is it just is all of that news going to override the start of the NFL season? And I mean, honestly, we kind of do have to take it back to this. The coronavirus putting everything on hold for a little bit. Kind of what does that do to the NFL season with training camp, you know, mandatory minicamp, you know, OTAs? All that stuff, kind of how does all that get pushed back in this time? Because, I mean, that starts to take place here in a couple months again. You know what I mean? Right here after the draft, into May, into the summer. Shoot, does this game get pushed back? That's all something we honestly have to really kind of start thinking about right now is the NBA season is legitimately put on hold, has been suspended. Yeah. I agree with draft and mini camps and all of that. I think we don't have to worry about the time this game is starting by the time we get into mid August, I guess it's early August, first week of August. Um, I don't think that we're going to have to worry about that. Could be wrong. I'm no scientist. I don't understand viruses very well. So maybe, but it would be interesting to talk about, right? Like what would happen if everything got pushed back? Also I have to wonder because the draft or sorry, yeah, right before the draft, about two weeks before the draft is when they announce the schedule. So you wonder if they just don't announce the schedule at that point and do it after the draft. That's I think more likely. Damn. Like give give them an extra month to figure that out. And probably announce it in May. That's fucking crazy. To think about it like that. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Remember all those people that were like, 2020 is going to be a great year. Fuck that. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not a great year. So. Apparently you high as fuck. <laughs> What's that from? I have no idea. I think I just made it up. Okay. I'm, like, I'm I don't pretty know. good at that. I, 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 like, I have no sound, idea what you're quoting. <laughs> I can't make a line sound like it's from a movie. And really, it's just from the movie about the life of Austin Cunningham. Um, and up right. to this point, it's been kind of a boring ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of a slow starter. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's all right. It, it'll have a a big boom finish. It's fine. Exactly, like a four seven type finish. Four seven out of five stars. I think that's a pretty good rating. Pretty yeah. good four time too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely is. All right, let's move into some AFC and NFC South free agency talks. We'll start off with the AFC South. And we'll talk about the team that went the furthest this year, and that is the Tennessee Titans. So, biggest needs for them. Obviously, probably offensive linemen, because they're going to most likely lose Jack Cochran. But I think they're going to draft one in the first round, someone like Josh Jones. Uh, Quarterback is obviously a need. Running back is obviously a need. Um, Edge rusher is probably a need. They're getting older at that position. So... There's all the questions. So, for me, I will be boring here. You get Ryan Tannehill, you get Derrick Henry, and then edge rusher. You gotta get if you want to make a splash, you do someone like Matt Judon, and you just go. These are our three big guys, and we're good. Let's go. Matt Judon obviously lost to this team. He knows how good and talented they are, and knows that they were close to beating. I mean, in their eyes, close to beating the Chiefs. So why not just say, maybe I'm the missing piece? Huh. 
I would like to go in a different direction, and this isn't just me copping out, but I was in a complete agreement on the quarterback and running back. Like You need to bring those two back. You saw what they did for your team this season. But damn, like I, don't, I can't find another defensive player that I think is a better fit than Judon and what he could bring to that team and that organization moving forward. I think that's a perfect fit with what they want to do, with what Vrabel wants on his defensive line. Damn, dog, you just fixed the Tennessee Titans in three moves, and two of them are already sitting there. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that I fixed the Titans. Fuck the Titans. Oh, there it is. There it you is. You get like a real, like, and I don't know a lot of New York people, so if anyone from New York is listening, I'm sorry if this offends you, but you get like a real New York type attitude when you talk about the Tennessee Titans. It's just like, fuck the Titans. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I wonder, that that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I wish someone could see the smile on this dude's face right now, because... <laughs> That's a very genuine smile, and that makes me happy. It is. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I know that you guys were even saying it, like, during the AFC Championship game, right? Like, you guys were like, oh, fuck the Titans. <laughs> oh, dude. Right? But I feel like I started the fuck the Titans movement. I would uh, agree that you did. <laughs> right. Yeah, as long as we're good there. Okay, um, anything else you want to talk about the Titans before we move on? No. No? That's it. Get yeah. just keep what you need to keep and do what you need to do. Exactly. And fuck yourselves. Yep. All right. Now we go to the Indianapolis Colts. This team has a shit ton of money and a shit ton of needs. So, quarterback is number one. Where do you think they're? What do you think they're going to do at quarterback? You know, I think they're going to fall in love with someone in this draft and they're going to trade up and get someone. I don't think they go pay for it. I think they go pay for their defensive line. I think they go pay for their secondary. I think they pay for their offensive linemen that they just lost in Costanza. I think they finally spend all this money, and then they go make their team different. So edge rusher is obviously a big need for them. Who do you have them going to edge rush? For edge rush to buy? I mean – I I hate saying a name we just said. Judon makes sense. Leonard Williams is sitting out there. Uh, Shelby Harris, uh, let's see, you want to help your secondary, Trey Waynes, Logan Ryan. I know these are all names that we've said, but I mean, hell, we're so far into this already. Like we kind of don't have a choice but to talk about these guys. 100%. Um, gosh, dang, if my computer will load, I love it. I love it. You know, if you Um, think an edge though, like someone that comes in and makes an immediate impact, do you have anyone on the top of your mind? Yeah. Dante Fowler Jr. Really? Yeah. I think that, one, he probably wants a little bit of revenge on the Jags. Um, two, I don't – he's obviously not going to be as expensive as guys like Yannick Ngakwe, Jadavion Clowney, um, probably even Shaquille Barrett. So I feel like you're probably in that tier two because you're going to go and – you want to spend money elsewhere as well that you might not have the money to go – tier one on all these positions so you're probably like hey we like what dante can do so let's move that and then and then you have like wide receiver which they could go in the draft i mean they still need a cornerback they should not be out of the question for byron jones i know there's a lot of reports that it's like nfc east teams but byron jones to the colts should not be forgotten about oh What about Shaq Lawson? 
Shaq Lawson, uh, yeah, I would consider him, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a low-end tier two, tier three type guy, right? And so that could be a great fit to just start getting depth at the position. Absolutely, for sure. Um, Do you think they're fine at tight end? I do. I think they love uh, Jack Doyle. And then they have, uh, what's the other guy's name? I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't have it off the top of my head either. Mulberry Cox, something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember what his name is, but it's fine because they're obviously letting uh, Ebron go. So, uh, yeah, I think they're fine at tight end. I think it's quarterback, edge rusher, uh, a cornerback, probably other help at defensive line. Um, I think that they could just use help on the entire defensive line, so not just edge rusher. Damn. It's crazy how much money they have, and it's going to be nuts if they don't spend any of it. Again, because they didn't last Seriously. year. Seriously. Like last year, we're like, they're going to spend it, and they didn't. They're like, okay, there are a lot of good free agents next year, so maybe that's what they're waiting for. I think that they kind of have to at this point because they've their team was like, oh, we're so close. We're so close, even with all this money. Imagine once we spend this money. Like you can't go another year with having all this cap space. You just Especially for Chris Ballard. Like, yeah, you're a hell of a, a GM. You're good at drafting players, you know, undervalued talent and bringing them in and having them be, you know, stars. But at the same time, it's kind of like, hey, you have all that money sitting there. Go get people that are already in the league. Yeah. Another cornerback that might be a little – that will be cheaper, Kendall Fuller. You mentioned him last episode that he's probably going to be gone out of Kansas City. I could see yeah. him being a fit for Indianapolis. I can see that as well. Especially with his ability that he showed at the end of the year to play safety and being able to do that. And he's great, great in the slot. That's what he's so good at. Yeah, that would be a great fit for him. Yeah. All right. Anything uh, else from them? No, no. I'm just trying to think. Like, I don't think they go receiver. I think they draft that. Huh. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to like look at the draft and go, we can fill our needs here, or do we buy all of it and then buy and then draft a backup and let our draft picks develop into the spot we place money. So if the money that we put all, into all these free agents isn't good, then we have people behind. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. All right. Let's go to the Texans here. Where do you have with them? Kind of what's your instant spot with limited money? Limited draft picks, kind of in a tough situation with Bob as your general manager and head coach. Yeah. So uh, now that we're letting go Joseph, I think that they need a cornerback. Um, we talked about it. They need a running back. And then they need an edge rusher. Uh, that was obviously missing once uh, Jadavian Clowney left. And we've talked about TJ Watt getting older. For me, it is finding a way to re-sign DJ Reader. He's there. He was there probably their yes. best defensive lineman all year. So for me – it's re-signing him. Like you re-sign him and then you just you're gonna have to go into this tier three and just hope that Bob is very good at finding talent. Uh, I don't think he is, but you gotta hope that he is because you don't have a lot of money and you're not gonna have a lot of draft picks. So for me, it's your key, it's one job, and it's re-signing DJ Reader and then finding some sort of cornerback that will fit your scheme that will not be top end money. Do they have enough money to go? $61 million. For cap space. 
yeah. So, so who does that? What does that leave you room to do? So they have sixty-one million. You said. Um, yeah. Is that what you just said? Does yeah. that give you enough to sign to get maybe one or two big name free agents? But you gotta you gotta remember they have to re-sign Laramie Tunsil. You don't pay much, and it's kind of back ended, or you just give them a big sign on bonus, and then you're good. And then with your free agents, you offset that. So I mean, you can find a way around that. So in my mind, let's say you go Melvin Gordon. Let's say you add that to your team. You solve your running back problems. You move on from the other guys. What if they just get fucking nuts and go get Derrick Henry? No, he's going to want top end running back money. Melvin yeah. Gordon already learned this lesson. Yeah, he did. So, okay, so let's say Melvin Gordon. I like that. Melvin yeah. Gordon, and then you sign DJ Reader, and then you extend Laramie Tunsil. That's basically your free agent moves. And then you, you go get a lower tier. I, I mean, do they need secondary help? I feel like they they did that last year in the middle of the season by getting Conley. I don't think they let any did they let anyone go this free agency? Yeah, Hargraves and then Joe. Right. They just let, they let go of cornerback one and three. So you think like a Mackenzie Alexander out of Minnesota, twenty six awesome. year old. Awesome that you said that because I was actually just about to say him. <laughs> so love it. Yes, someone like that. Given he might ask for too much money too. <laughs> but in that case. And you just go draft someone. I mean, there, there's plenty of good corners in this class. Yeah. Like, what about, like, a Ronald Darby? I mean, I was looking at Darby, too, but, I mean, yeah. I want to say he's not very good, but, I mean, you really don't have the money to pay really good players. You can take somewhat of a consistent player. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Damn. There we go. Boom. You're welcome, Texans fans. Next, what's the other team in the AFC South that we haven't talked about? Ah, team you yours truly, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I mean, they're just easy to forget, you know? They 100% are easy to forget, for the record. I don't don't disagree. Um, all right, so for me, um, it's going to be edge rusher because obviously Yannick Ngakwe is going to be gone. So – uh, they're going to trade him, sign and trade. He will be gone. Uh, defensive line just in general is going to be a need. Um, offensive tackle is a need. I'm a firm believer in moving Cam Robinson to guard. Um, and if you wanted to find a way to get out of some other contracts on the offensive line, that would be great. Um, so like Andrew Norwell's contract, like that would be nice to get out of. Um, I think you still got to – stick with him for one more year it's too big of a cap hit but either way move that in move one of them to the right guard because the right guard's been very bad for them um and then cornerback obviously is a need now no Jalen no Boye so and then linebacker they need other help from other than Miles Jack uh, I really want Miles Jack to move back to that will instead of the middle linebacker I just think he's a better fit there so for me um Let's just start out with defensive linemen. Uh, not co- not counting edge, I really want them to re-sign Marcel Darius. I really want them to. Um, he was not worth the $22 million that they were going to pay him, but I do think he's worth 6 to 8 And you're already paying him $2 million anyway, so say we'll pay you 8 You basically got paid $10 million by the Jags this year. 
Um, so that would be like the most ideal thing. Um, I think that he is getting older in his career and wants to go somewhere that he can probably win a Super Bowl or fight for it. So most likely not going to happen. But given I also think there's a lot of I don't think the Jags are going to get any free agents this year. So um, it's more of just a wish list here. Um, offensive tackle, they got to use that in the draft. They have to do it. Uh, quarterback, you know, you, you ride with Minshew this year. It's going to be a good time. It's either going to fail miserably and then you're going to be in discussion with for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, or you're going to be like, holy shit, we got a steal in the sixth round. Like it's one or the other, and it's going to be a fun ride. Um, edge rusher, they got to they got to take that in the draft as well. Um, I just don't think that they're going to pay. Like they're not going to pay anybody. They weren't paying Yannick Ngakwe what he wanted, so who else are you going to pay? Um, not saying they're not going to take a free agent um, edge rusher. I think they will, but it's not going to be a top tier guy. Um, cornerback what are you going to do at cornerback this one's tough like so like my dream is like christian fulton at 20 um i don't i'm not a believer in cj henderson at nine which a lot of people are reporting not a believer in that hope that doesn't happen um actually i want the uh, edge rusher chase on from lsu as well i wouldn't mind going back to back lsu guys in the first round and then in the second round go with an offensive lineman one of them will you know whoever falls um, and then wide receiver, we already talked about linebacker. Everybody knows I want Corey Littleton. I've been on that train for a year and a half now. Um, also think that it's impossible that he signs there. Cause I'm sure that Dante Fowler and Jalen Ramsey talked a whole bunch of shit on Jacksonville while he was in the <laughs> locker room. So I don't see that happening, but, um, I mean, Jags have opened up $36 million in cap space, um, just by a few moves. And they could make other moves and open up a lot more. So they're going to have cap space to spend. Um, it's just can they convince some of these high-profile free agents to come in. Um, but overall, I kind of just think they're going to try to build this through the draft. They have 10 draft picks right now in this draft. Um, they will be comboing those up to try to trade up for sure. Like they're not going to draft all 10 players. What do you think they want to do with it? <sighs> I mean, I did it in my mock draft the other day. I would love for them to find a way to package some picks to move up and get Jeff Akuda. I would love that very much. Wow. Do you think they wait till the run for quarterbacks goes, if it happens? Probably. If they if they see like, say the Dolphins trade up to three, I think they will be calling the New York Giants and saying, "What do you want?" By the way, we have Yannick Ngakwe. What do you want? By the way, Yannick Ngakwe is on our team again. Just a reminder. Do you think they just trade him straight for the pick, or do you think they're going to have to Cleveland pick as well? No, so in my mock, I did Yannick Ngakwe and pick nine for pick four and their second-round pick, which I think is like 36-ish. I can't remember. So basically you're trading – So you're basically trading Yannick Ngakwe for a second-rounder, but you also swap first-rounders, which is five picks. Okay, so they get a second pick. They get a second rounder in return. Correct. So Jags would then have four picks in the top forty-two. Okay, that makes sense then. And then Giants would still get Yannick Ngakwe and still have a top ten pick. Wowzers! Wowzers! That's all we got. Um, oh, I, I mean, I, I don't have much to else to add. Like, 
I mean, you know this team better than anyone at this point. You know what I mean? You know their yeah. cap space freaking better than probably their own general manager with the way they do shit over there. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> not just disagreeing. Triggered. Yep. <laughs> Let's so, go ahead to the uh, the NFC side of the ball. Uh, the Saints starting out, you look at their team, kind of where do they need help at? Uh, probably in the secondary. They might need help at the linebacker position. You know that they want a young receiver next to Michael Thomas. Are they happy with what they have at tight end? Now the question is, how much money do they want to spend there? Drew Brees is coming back for another season. What are they doing in the draft? I think within the draft, I think they do go receiver. I do think that they they find a way to do that instead of spending money at that spot. But when you truly look at this team and what they have and where they can spend their money, they do have a young safety uh, that they probably should pay. His name is, of course, slipping my mind at this point in time. I believe it's uh, something Hill. Are you talking about Von Bell? Bell, thank you. Yes, Von Bell. A young safety that they should probably keep. Um, if they want to go help this team. Wow. Okay, we got a sneeze. Sorry <laughs> about that. We had to sneeze there for a second. Big sneeze. Thought I had a heart attack. Uh <laughs> I think you keep Von Bell, and then for this team, I think you can fix a lot of your issues within the draft. You have a very solid team. You won a lot last year. You just had a shitty game against the Vikings. So within that, maybe you need to go help yourself a corner. Kendall Fuller, maybe Chris Harris, James Bradbury, just a couple names to throw out there to help your secondary just a tad bit more. You're going to help put yourself over the edge and potentially go get a Super Bowl unless Tom Brady finds his way down in old Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Um, but here's the thing though. The Saints like have no cap space. I think they have like $15 million. Um, and if they're going to resign a few players, you're basically going to be out of it. So uh, I think they're going to just have to build through the draft. Um, yes. Cornerback and wide receiver are going to be needs though. Absolutely. So that I'm, I'm not going to project players here because they just don't have enough cap space to really, be thinking it's going to be very low tier guys, but Saints are Saints are good at finding those type of players. So not gonna not gonna dog them on that because um they find some really really good players where I'm like where did this guy come from? And of course he's a fifth sixth round pick and now you know he's considered like he might be make a Pro Bowl this year. So um yeah that's the Saints. Let's move on to the Falcons. Falcons all some really bad. Cap space, really bad. Um, so bad that they're they've already announced that Austin Hooper, yeah, we can't resign you. <laughs> like they announced that a month ago. Like who was the source for that? For what do you mean? For announcing that they were gonna moving on from Austin Hooper or Vic Beasley. Oh yeah, that was Vic Beasley, right? Yeah, who who said that? Us, literally <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Sorry, I missed the joke. I messed you up. You're fine. I was like, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Um, but the Falcons, they need help at defensive end. They're gonna need help at linebacker. They're gonna need, obviously, a tight end now. Um, on offense, though, I think that they're pretty good there. Like, they they are gonna need a running back, but this class is loaded, and I don't think that they have to, you know, spend any of their early round picks on one. I think they they could go middle tier and be fine. So um, I also could see a Carlos Hyde being a good fit here as well. Uh, 
he ran it very well with Houston last year in kind of like a zone scheme, and that's what the Falcons are running. So I could see Carlos Hyde being a good fit. So I think it's going to be strictly defense. Dan Quinn is going to say, I kept my job this year. Team really bounced back the second half of the year. So let's just go defense. And it's going to be defensive ends, and it's going to be linebackers. Probably some corners. I think that they go corner in the draft. So um, that's what I would go with. And I think like a guy like Derek Wolf would be a good fit here. So um, he's getting older, but he might be like, hey, let's, let's try this out. Um, Danny Shelton from the Patriots, if they wanted to get big up front, I could see both of those guys. And those are guys, I would consider them tier three type free agents at this point. So um, with the low cap number that they have, guys like that would probably be the fit that I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to add to that. That pretty much just kind of sums it up for the situation that they've put themselves in and kind of where they're at. Let's go ahead and move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team we pretty much started the show with, with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers being all in on them. If you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and this news breaks, hell, that's exactly what you go do. You go get Tom Brady. Find a way to make it happen. You're, I honestly think you're that close. And then you can go defense. You can draft all defense. Plenty of talent in this league in this year's draft to do so. You got one of the best linebackers last year at top at pick five. Why not go do it again this year? Go help yourself on defense. You've already solved your offense. Build your offensive line with Tom Brady and then roll with it. Hit the ground running and maybe you play a Super Bowl game at home in Tampa. That's some big words right there. Um, for me, if you get Tom Brady then you find a way to franchise tag Shaquille Barrett, and then with your first-round pick, you take an offensive tackle. You protect Tom Brady, and that's it. And then, like you said, it's defense the rest of the way. Probably need another edge rusher. I know they have JPP as well, but you always want three there. Uh, Cornerback's going to be in need. Safety's in need. So, yeah, it's defense after that. It's like, okay, Brady, we got you a pass rusher here. We're going to get a young left tackle protect you here and then it's defense to try to get it so we can get some stops to get you the ball so 100 with you on that make it happen next and the last team for the show of this segment for the nfc south the carolina panthers with their new head coach and matt rule where are you at with quarterback do you want cam newton do you trade cam newton do you trade cam newton and go full tank mode and if that's the case you really don't go after anyone this free agency. You just kind of sit there and you wait it out and you save your money. And then you just go, do you know what, Cam Newton? We're going to go ahead and take some extra picks. Here you go to Los Angeles. Have fun with the Chargers. Two to freaking Lou. We are going to suck until we don't know more. <laughs> You're right. Like If they're going tank mode, you, do, you just keep all your money and you – take these like high upside, high risk guys in the draft, or you trade the picks, right? Um, and that's what you do. And if they're high upside, high risk guys, you let them learn year one. So then year two, like they're better off. And then you got a young quarterback who's most likely Trevor Lawrence. And uh, you go, guess what? We got two pretty good wide receivers. Now we got arguably the best running back in the NFL. And now we got Trevor Lawrence, who's should be the next Big thing in the NFL, right? Like he, we would expect in five years from now, five years from this day, we will be like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. So here's my other thing. Go spend a little bit of money and go get Carlos Hyde and take the load off of Christian McCaffrey for a year. 
so you don't just kill that dude three years in, four years in. Go get Carlos Hyde, split up the touches, use Christian McCaffrey in the passing game a lot more, put Will Greer at quarterback or Kyle Allen or whoever the hell you want back there to just suck. Do that. Get rid of Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton wants to play ball. If you're the Carolina Panthers, you clearly want to tank. I don't think Cam's going to be there to tank. Cam don't like to tank. Cam likes to dress up pretty and show off his bag and his new hat. Put him in L.A. and let him do that for life. Uh, yeah, totally agree. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's our free agent talk. <laughs> we, I felt like this episode went by so much faster. Oh, it went by super fast. I, it's the whole coronavirus that kind of threw us off. Yeah, I mean, we've usually gotten into this far, and we're almost like an hour in. We're only at like 50 minutes at this point. Well, that's fantastic because we only have one more topic. So oh. that's good news. And last episode, we talked about uh, Todd Gurley and some landing spots for him. So um, we're going to talk about that for a minute. So we're going to talk about some running backs – or some – sorry, some running backs. He's a running back. Some why, Some teams that need <laughs> running backs. Jesus Christ, I am struggling today. Um, so let's talk about this. Who needs a running back desperately? Um, Miami Dolphins? They could they could if they wanted to trade a second round pick because we kind of talked about this with the Lions. We think a second round pick is probably and honestly it's probably not. It's probably going to be a third rounder if they're wanting to get rid of that salary. It could be a third or fourth round rounder and you just take on the salary. So um, if Dolphins do what we said today, right? Get a Chris Jones, get a Tua. We talked about Devonte Parker already. They find another one. You love uh, their tight end. So, I mean, you bring in a running back there that maybe doesn't have to be the whole full workhorse. That would be nice there. Um, if we're talking NFC North, I think all of the NFC North teams are good in running back. So no need there. Um, AFC South. What happens if Derrick Henry leaves the Titans? Do the Titans try to make a move there? Uh, Houston Texans, Texans, we talked about that, uh, but they don't have salary to take this on um, unless they don't do some of the things we mentioned today. So if they just worry about just Tunsil and then Gurley, I mean, I guess it's doable, but you, the rest of your team is going to suffer. But I will say that offense would be so deadly. <laughs> could you think? Could you imagine those wide receivers with your quarterback? Tight ends came alive last year. Um, Deshaun Watson would just have a heyday and like being able to dump it off to Gurley, that would be fantastic for them. If they could stay healthy. I don't, I mean, I mean that as nicely as possible, but no, I don't disagree there. Um, AFC West, none of those teams need a running back at this point or, well, you're, you really think the chiefs, like the chiefs don't have to do this. No, not the chiefs, the Denver Broncos. Dude, they love, they love Lindsay, dude. They love him. Okay, they might love Lindsay. They might lo- they might love Lindsay's story more. Undrafted free agent, you come in and you ask Davis, "Hey, can I wear your number that's been retired? You're a ho- and you just got inducted into the Hall of Fame." Yeah, that's a great story. He's small. They don't use him well enough. They don't get him rolling in games. He produces, but would you rather have Philip Lindsay or would you rather have Todd Gurley? With your young quarterback, would you rather have one running back or instead of going between two of them? 
Freeman Lindsay, Freeman Lindsay, Freeman Lindsay, shit, which one's doing better? Fuck it, we'll put in the one that's not. Ah, damn, we lost the game. What happened? Are you tired of doing that at this point? Do you want another receiving option for your young quarterback? Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Todd Gurley. Play around with Philip Lindsay. Maybe you trade Lindsay into the Rams. He's included in the package. You'd have to be. The Rams get a sparky, young, small running back. Sean McVay can make enough happen with that. For sure. Yeah, okay. You convinced me. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, moving on to the NFC. Um, NFC East, nobody needs a running back. They're, uh, NFC East is pretty loaded at running backs. Uh, NFC North, uh, Packers for sure don't. Uh, actually, not, not Lions. They're the only team, which we've already discussed this, so we're not going to dive into that again. Lions are the only team there. NFC South, um, it's the Bucks, right? Um, the Falcons don't. The Falcons could use Gurley, but they don't have the cap space to take on that salary. So it's the Bucks. But again, we've talked about this. We think that they like Jones. Like he's growing, and he, he got he he probably deserves some play, most improved player last year. He Is there any good. way they could land Tom Brady and Todd Gurley? Fuck. I mean, there's ways, right? You, you got to release a few guys, I think, but. Yeah, there's ways for sure. So instead of getting like a young quarterback, you just get like a young quarterback on a rookie deal and build around him. You get an expensive offensive core and you have like a fully four year contracted defense. Yeah, I mean, you could like at this point, I'm starting to wonder like when they're trying to trade Gurley, if they are. Like, do they almost throw Brandon Cooks in there as well to be like, we don't want this contract either. We fucked oh, up. No way. Dude, they don't want Cooks. That's been – Where does – maybe that's another topic we need to have next episode. Where does Brandon Cooks go? Yeah. Honestly, I think Brandon Cooks being traded is far more likely than Todd Gurley. Damn. Far more likely. That would be a spot for the Colts or the Jets. 100% would be. I I like the Colts fit. Have like Brandon that. Cooks and T.Y. Hilton, I really like that. Yeah, for with sure. With Paris Campbell. With Paris Campbell coming in and doing whatever he does. Yep. Had a very bad rookie year, but, I mean, he's still a very good athlete. He'll figure it out. So, okay. And then NFC West, um, nobody, they're not going to trade in division. So, you don't have to talk about that. Even if they said Damn. they were going to take on the whole, the whole contract, I don't think they would. So, um, yeah, we should for sure talk about Brandon Cooks in one of our next upcoming episodes. Um, hopefully we don't next episode because next episode is episode 100 for us. Bow, bow, bow. Episode 100, triple digits, bitch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> yes, we finally are getting to triple digits. It's something we've been looking forward to for a very long time. So our goal is to have two topics on next episode one most likely free agency talk because the the night we're doing it is the first day that uh teams can talk to free agents and we all know that deals are made and adam schefter is going to be tweeting up a storm and breaking all sorts of news so we'll be talking about those and then two we hope that you guys will tweet at us we will send out a message here tomorrow morning today for those of you that are listening to this and we hope that you guys can ask us questions any any questions you have about football, feel free. Throw them in our our DMs. Throw it. Just tweet us. It doesn't matter. However you guys want to do it. Uh, 
we hope that we get enough that we can just have kind of a mailbag full of questions all episode. Yeah, that would be great. If you have a Twitter, hit us up there. If you have our personal numbers, if you're failing friends that listen and we just may not know that you are actually been listening, send us a message. Say, hey, here's a question. Hit us up on Twitter. Create a fake Twitter account and ask. I don't give a shit. Roast me from the fake Twitter account the entire time. But as long as you ask a question for this mailbag, we're just going to keep rolling, baby. Because we are literally at episode 100. This is awesome. I've loved every freaking bit of it. I'll save the emotions for next episode. But damn, dude, we're freaking there. We are. 100. Love it. All right. Thank you, everybody. We look forward from hearing from you. And tonight we've been talking football.